Hey, it's 420 somewhere. Welcome to Sex and Sativa with Alex. It's me, your favorite sex positive goddess. And I'm back. Season 6 of your wonderful sex positive podcast is back. Ugh, I'm so excited, nervous, and scared. Thinking about it, I probably should have gotten an orgasm or two to relax my nerves. I feel like I'm probably coming out of my skin and this light isn't helping issues. I missed podcasting. I missed communicating with the amazing listeners of my podcast. I missed doing research for an episode. I missed the stress of editing, uploading, and taking down an episode because I don't really like the tone the episode is leaning. I did not miss constantly feeling like a failure whenever I'm unable to get an episode up in the time I assured myself a new listening. I didn't miss feeling less than when my plans for the podcast did not materialize despite my best efforts. I did not miss crying when life was fucking in the ass without lube or preparation. And having those frustrations bleed into the episode, good or bad. Did you miss me? Because heaven knows I missed you. I missed this. Let's talk. The 69th episode of my podcast. Welcome to season 6. Did I plan on season 6 premiere being the 69th episode? Yes. Do I like 69? No, unfortunately. I get easily distracted and um, 69 is one of those positions I easily get distracted with. 69 is the sexual action where one partner is engaging in oral sex with this with another partner at the same time The partner is engaging in oral sex with them. So partner a is Giving partner B head and partner B is giving partner a head at the exact same time so that is 69 <clears throat> I am Not a fan that position has just been one comma, one full stop after the other. In my previous life, that just sounds like old. When I used to have sex before uh, celibacy became a thing, I did not enjoy 69. I enjoy sucking dick. I enjoy licking it. I enjoy kissing it. I enjoy swallowing dick. But not called just FYI. But getting head does not appeal to me. So 69 is definitely out of the equation. Not now though. Lots of things have changed. I remember one time a guy was determined to give me head. I said no. <clears throat> but he was so convinced I needed the wonders of his mouth to change my mindset on 69. Unfortunately for him. I sat down facing this huge TV, his, 
while he went on his knees, the remote was by my side. And while he was undressing me from the bottom, because if you want to eat me out, you have to take off my clothes by yourself. I mean, I get to present a present to you and wrap it. With the remote by my side, I switched around and found the channel Food Network, where I proceeded to watch an interesting episode of Chopped. By the time the contestants were down to two, uh, they were about to start making desserts. That was when he kind of popped his head up and was all butthurt. That just sounds rude. But he uh, asked me to try and pay attention to what I was doing. That my lack of attention was why his actions were not affecting me. So he turned off the TV, which pissed me off. Because, I mean, they were about to make dessert. I wanted to know who won in the episode. So I, I just, I wasn't even coming to the situation. um excited anymore. He actually wanted to talk. Like to figure out why I was not responding to him. Despite my saying previously that I had been with partners who had given me head and I have not responded to, he wanted us to have a conversation as to why I was not responding to him and his marvels with his mouth. Ugh. Actually, just, I mean, I just think of how sometimes you go ahead and do stuff for your partner or you think you're doing stuff for your partner, but it has absolutely no appeal to them, so you're doing it for you. I have been with a man who wanted to just eat me out because I taste good. I can't even cap. Sit down, have fun. There's some guys that really, truly enjoy eating pussy. I do not mind putting myself through that for them. In fact, I am hoping and I am praying that... Um, post-celibacy i get to meet someone like that i have a lot of plans man i want to try some new stuff while i am getting help maybe now that my kid has been properly stimulated by a shit ton of toys uh i can get stimulated by mouth i just i have plans okay i'm not taking oral sex out of the question 69 yes i just i get easily distracted because I just I would just enjoy sucking your dick and I'm not gonna focus on what you're doing then I could have just stayed and sucked your dick instead of us pretending we're all into each other back to 69 I find the position interesting I hate that it does absolutely nothing for me but there are some people that 69 works wonders for and if you are one of those people I hope you enjoy this episode you know 69 lovers <laughs> even if this design doesn't work for you or does not appeal to you this is a season premiere and alex has some stuff to say i'm playing with a lot of stuff on my table i have a new-ish setup so i just i'm excited and my hands are wondering my apologies for the extra noise i might not be able to edit out of this episode I'm kicking this season with something light and serious-ish at the same time. <coughs> sexual habits and sexual routines. First of all, wow, not the plans I had for this season. 
when I started. I had plans to do like toy reviews every episode. But holy shit. Have you seen the price of Naira to dollar? Oh my days. I can't here in Nigeria afford to buy sex toys. Wow. I'm a sexuality professional. So please, if you are listening and you are outside the country and you have like an Amazon account and you want to bless somebody, i.e. me, for Christmas or my birthday that is coming up, send me sex toys. Just hit me up at sexasativa with Alex at gmail.com. I will let you know how to get across to me. Please, please. This is a public plea. Moving on. Because, wow. I wanted to buy this um, clit stimulator. I was supposed to buy it months ago, but you know, lack of woo, lack of funds. So I was now planning stuff for season premiere and rest of the season, and I went back to look at the toy. And the toy is like 80 something dollars, which is fine. But 80 something dollars means um, 80,000 naira. Yeah, Nigeria, that is. That is wanting to use and buy groceries. What will I even buy with 80,000 hours of groceries? I can't even come back with a nylon bag. Ah, Nigeria. Anyway. I swear, my plan was not to let my frustrations with the country bleed into the episode, which I'm trying this season. But you have to admit that. Oh, sorry. Wow. Hmm. <clears throat> And it's really affecting my job. I can't, I can't, I can't barely buy condoms anymore and lubricants to do reviews because everything is just so bloody expensive. I need a sponsor. Yeah. Anyway, I'm kicking off this season with something light yet serious-ish. Serious-ish or what? I don't know. Sexual habits and sexual routines. Initially, this episode started off as a, a sort of joke towards people who have a predictable fucking routine you know what i mean when i mean when i say predictable fucking routine but in case you don't let me lay down examples for you we have you want to have sex so it starts off with a kiss here or there fondling with the boobs maybe a circle or two then perfunctory head if offered or not straight to penetration then ejaculation yeah i was making fun of um the pillow princesses that just lie down there and take the sex that is unleashed upon them Silly. okay <clears throat> anyway those that's how the episode started off mocking them but it transformed into something i didn't realize as sexually active individuals we needed to establish or um actually establish is the word there's no or sexually active individuals we needed to establish um sexual habits and routines are actions we as sexually active individuals imbibing that somehow make up our sexual behavior as a sexually active individual, do you actually give thought to actions that make up or become your sexual routine or habits? Are you even aware that you have sexual habits and sexual routines? 
when I recorded the episode on introverts and sex, I barely, like, I, I briefly touched on having dependable sexual routines and how having dependable sexual routines can help lessen the anxiety regarding sex as an introvert prone to overthinking. But sexual habits and sexual routines are not confined only to introverts. We all have them. So let me define them both in detail so that we can move on. Because in most cases, sexual habits and sexual routines are used interchangeably, but they do mean absolutely different things. Let's start with sexual habit. I don't, I'm not drinking tea anymore. I'm drinking this ginger shot thing hot water. Also a bitch to get fresh fruits these days anyway. <clears throat> uh, sexual habits. Habits are a usual way. Habits often refer to a usual way of behaving. A regular practice that is hard to give up. Actions that you do often and regularly. Sometimes without even knowing that you are doing it. The tendency or disposition to act a certain way. Habits. Basically, habits can be anything that you repeat a lot enough times to become an automatic action. Sexual habits are actions that you often repeat during, before, after sex that inform your sexual behavior. As a sexually active adult, when you continuously engage in sex or sexual actions, you form sexual habits. Basically, if you are engaging in sexual actions with yourself or with a partner you have and you will form sexual habits, whether you become aware of them or not, regardless of the fact that it can be good or negative, you will form sexual habits. We all form sexual habits. Whereas routines. Routines are a sequence of actions regularly followed. Routines are performed as part of a regular procedure rather than for a special reason. These are tasks, chores, or duties that must be done with some level of regular occurrence. Sexual routines can then be described as a way you have sex that is, can I say, has been honed over years. The ways you prep for sex, the ways you have sex, the ways you deal with sex afterwards, you need a sexual routine to carry on. Earlier on, I noted that both terms are used interchangeably but mean completely different things. if I'm being very honest <clears throat> when I was researching them both it fascinated me because I got confused at times fascinated and frustrated me mostly frustrated I will be honest and say frustrated I got too confused at times especially when it came to applying both terms sexually how can one tell the difference between a sexual routine and a sexual habit right seems like I followed the um, explanations one thing i took away from that the difference between habits and routines is how aware and intentional you are 
a habit usually manifests itself as an automatic urge to do something often triggered by a particular cue whereas routine requires deliberate practice let's say me alex your favorite sex positive goddess my neck turns me on no it's such an original song my neck turns me on playing with my neck kissing my neck licking my neck whatever just it turns me on my partner knows this hypothetical partner alexandria is still single my partner knows this i touch my neck casually just casually and he kisses <laughs> my neck just sucks it slightly bites me there and i continuously stroke my neck knowing it's going to get me kisses doing that allows me to develop a habit or i develop a habit of stroking my neck which in turn has my partner making the decision to kiss my neck every time he sees me stroking it. Now, I might stroke my neck and get kisses, which means my partner has seen me. I might stroke my neck and not get kisses. That habit I have of stroking my neck, see? The neck stroking thing is not a habit. I just enjoy touching my neck. But my partner kissing me every time he sees me stroking my neck is a routine that he's developing are we guessing the difference he doesn't have to do it every time he doesn't have to kiss my neck every time he sees me stroking it but when i stroke my neck he sees me and he kisses me becomes uh, our sexual routine just fucking hope this exposure clarifies it all I feel like shit we all have routines and habits you might have a Saturday morning routine of waking up to go and play and organize sports football is king here in Nigeria I know so many men I've fucked so many men I've been friends with so many men that have a Saturday morning football routine saturday morning once they're up they go to go and meet their guys at the football field some of them play some of them don't it's like two hours of hanging around in my household when i was growing up basketball reigned supreme and my mom had this um um saturday morning every saturday morning my mom went to the court to play basketball Sometimes she was not in the mood, sometimes she was excited to go, but Saturday morning, whenever my mom was in town, unfailingly she went to the court to play basketball. Ladies, we have, or I know most of us have this uh, evening skincare routine. Day has ended, you take off your makeup and you wear <clears throat> your multiple layers of skincare so that we all stay looking cute and healthy and yummy. Yeah. Doing the skincare routine might exhaust you because you're not all that excited to do it all the time, but it's sort of like a necessary evil and you just power through and sludge through routines. We all have routines. We all have, um, these are actions that we willingly 
go through and willingly practice example of routines but for habits wow what the fuck did i just do did i just use a gendered analogy sports for men beauty and skincare for women <laughs> don't ever think gender was happening in any time so That was funny. I mean, I don't think I peeped that I did that until now. But it's sort of the quickest way I could use to describe the um, kind of routines we might all go through or routines that are easy for you to identify, which will make it in turn easier for you to identify your own sexual routines. Habits vary with people. I have a habit of putting stuff in my mouth. Straws, sweets, gum, you name it. It's honestly why cannabis is my vibe. I get to suck on a bond and reward myself with gorgeous highness. Anyway, I like putting stuff in my mouth. I actually had to wean myself off of like barrel caps and pen caps when I was in primary school because too obvious but I didn't know I enjoyed putting stuff in my mouth then the older I got the more I realized I really enjoyed putting stuff in my mouth in fact um that's the habit I just like putting stuff in my mouth I have a habit I, I, I always drink water the minute I wake up from the minute I open my eyes, like the first one minute, I must have water in my hand and in my system. If not, I will not function. I just don't know how to function without hydrating myself when I wake up in the morning. Not just in the morning, whenever I take, like, I close my eyes for a very long period of time and I wake up, meditation, whatever, yoga, I just, I enjoy, I reward myself with water. Water is my habit. I must always, always have a snack after a meal. Mostly sweet because I have the most ridiculous sweet tooth. But I appreciate a good savory snack here and there. I just, I must always have a snack. I feel it's my reward. It is my reward for eating. So, yeah. Actually, if you draw a parallel between my constant need to put stuff in my mouth, my sucking and shit, to my constant appreciation for eagerness to suck dick then eh, you'll be that far off though hmm. so because i have a habit of putting stuff in my mouth part of my sexual habits is sucking dick wow <laughs> that's interesting i look forward to exploring that on my own <clears throat> By the way, can I just talk about how easy it is for stuff like that to be abused? Like, if you have a partner, i.e. me, actually, I'm just using me in this instance. I enjoy sucking dick, but I do enjoy getting head. I don't need to explain further so that you can see how easily that can turn into an unfortunate one-sided sexual situation for me, right? Because... Uh, I, I mean, getting head is something you usually have to convince your partner to do. It's not exactly something like if 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 you don't ask for it, some people will gleefully not offer. 
and just move on and i enjoy sucking dick so most times i end up with partners who enjoy having me suck them off but you know i mean i do all the foreplay for myself and for him i have been with some selfish ass lovers but then i never said anything most times so get what i get <clears throat> not that i deserve that but in fact, one thing I'm looking forward to now when I start having sex again is I want to I look forward to having a partner that just wants to eat me out. In fact, if I even think about it, reverse the situation, a guy who genuinely and honestly derives joy in eating his partner, she just want to eat her pussy all the time because she tastes good, she feels good, like how you make her feel is I, but she doesn't enjoy giving head. So it's like, you don't get jack shit. Although technically you shouldn't be doing, you know, oh yo, you're giving head so you can head, but you know, a little reciprocation would be nice. I think I'm saying you know a lot. Talking about sucking dick as a chore, blah 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 blah. Ugh. Sexual habits, sexualities. I really enjoyed putting together this episode. I won't even lie to you. But I took so many turns because I'm so excited to be back doing this episode. I also thought I was going to come back earlier than this, but mm, Scorpio season is a good time as I need to come back. I always just disrespectfully glow during Scorpio season. I am glowing right now. I just saw the moon. She's perfect. I am my skin is just glowing i look gorgeous naked in the mirror i mean this is just my season this year i'm actually so much more thankful to just turn older then it makes me feel powerful like in this moment recording this i am in i feel like i'm in my goddess mood i just feel so <sighs> kind of words to describe how awesome i feel right now but yeah i'm just happy when i tend to look at myself naked in the mirror i i'm happy because i just feel like i'm accepting responsibility for myself and that seems too complicated to describe on this particular episode so i'm just going to move on i feel creatively full and positive i feel sexy i feel healthy and happy my pussy feels wonderful to me i am starting to be cold i just fucking love it i am that bitch right now and this season you are definitely going to get more of this cookie energy this is my fault I'm feeling into this sexier, ultimate, intense version of myself. Teddy to watch. Can't even lie. In every aspect of wellness, you have to be an active participant to reap the benefits. 
basically you can't just sit on your ass and expect everything in your life to be so fine and dandy which is why you have to put in effort i really haven't put in a lot of effort in myself this year and i am beginning to reap the rewards and it's just sexy as well but in every aspect of wellness as well you need to put in effort to um receive it sex is uh, a part of wellness we all tend to ignore and it's very important i i genuinely feel it's this is why it's very important to develop a sexual routine sex is not going to be perfection all the time especially as you get older if you do not put in the effort the older one gets as a sexually active individual the older you become a sexually active individual you don't realize or you might realize over time that sexual desire tends to be less spontaneous and less fun which is fine you know life is life and shit is happening but it doesn't mean you should just let it fall by the reason i really believe as a sexuality professional that sex is a huge and important part of our wellness having positive healthy sex life can really affect other aspects of our health but we tend to focus on other aspects of our health and leave sex you know as a i wouldn't say a spontaneous unplanned thing but an unprepared scenario you just let sex happen to you, you don't prepare for sex i don't know why that denial is certainly like a couple of nigerian adults i meet it's you just pretend sex is not happening i mean all of that puts in your head under the sand or in the sun like an ostrich is not healthy it's not um helping anybody sexual wellness should be prioritized because to be a well-rounded individual your sex life or your sexuality should be positive you should be experiencing and enjoying healthy sexual relations if you are not you should be working on why you are not enjoying healthy sexual relations and be aiming for a life where you can actually enjoy healthy sexual relations sexual wellness should be prioritized the way we prioritize exercising skincare good food and dieting supplements by your doctor sexual wellness should be an intentional yet continuous act don't just leave sex from when you want to fuck putting the effort to make your sex life a healthy and a positive one it's actually easy to make fun of uh, your own sexual routine I believe I began the episode making fun of uh, <laughs> predictable fucking routine especially as you get older it's easier to feel like you are stuck in a rut you've been doing the same old boring shit that is not working for you I mean that's true but at the end of the day, it's smart for one to realize that routines are normal. Routines include and indicate stability, which is necessary for effectiveness. 
when you identify or realize that you have a sexual routine you might ask yourself hey what's the point having a sexual routine seems incredibly boring and just ugh, not exactly the way you want to think of sex routine you might even ask yourself what is the point but in reality there are a lot of yummy positives to actually developing a healthy sexual routine one of it is that it reduces stress positives to developing a healthy sexual routine reduces stress increases body confidence for both you and your partner see you're naked all the time you appreciate your partner's body you appreciate your body because it's a vessel that works for you it's a vessel that is doing stuff for you you have a sexual routine which means you tend to oh, excuse me you have a sexual routine which means you tend to identify what works like what your body can do and limits your body can take you which is nice sometimes it's good to want to try stuff but it's also smart enough to be like yo your body will not be able to do this no i have a heart condition no i have um hypertension no i have ed like this will not work for me when you can stand confident in your body because you've identified its boundaries what it can do and what it can't do it helps you it's great that sort of shit works when we develop a sexual routine um stronger pelvic floor muscles I don't know why men are not encouraged as much as they encourage women to have strong pelvic floor muscles. I mean, women's pelvic floor muscles can get fucked up. Most cases get fucked up um, during the whole pregnancy, childbearing procedure. But men are not encouraged to tighten that shit up as much as they can. I wish instead of men getting recommended all this shit ton of medication i see disease in the media for erectile dysfunction and staying poor men are encouraged to do more holistic shit more sexual exercises kegels you know to strengthen your own pelvic floor muscles it'll help you with thrusting it'll help you with stamina it helps pelvic floor muscles help you to enjoy a wonderful sex life same thing for women um kegels keep your vaginal muscles vaginal muscles strong but also you have to ask your doctor if you are able to do shit like that especially as a woman that has given breath you need to ask your doctor if your pelvic floor muscles are strong enough to do kegels because while i used to subject kegels, kegels to everybody before i kind of got a more diverse area of people talking to me and i realized that while kegels might be great for everybody it might not be great for everybody as well so before you practice kegels although i've been practicing kegels since i started mentioning them if you are wondering what kegels are what alex is talking about kegels are pelvic floor muscles exercises um basically in ladies just clench your vaginal vaginal muscles vaginal muscles hold and release and yes, men also have pelvic floor muscles and um, basically just try to hold your pee 
Because she sucks so I don't even know how that's like the basic way to describe Kegels. Try and hold your pee. If I had energy and I was less buzzed, I would have gone into a much more intense examination of how to hold and where to hold. When I come back on social media, I will be posting some videos from other experts at um, pelvic floor muscle exercises, just so you have an idea. But if you have an idea of what kegels are, clench and maybe oh man, that shit can be started to turn on sometimes. Showing you do it like over and over again in a repeated series of time. Increased libido is also an, a healthy positive to developing a sexual routine. Better sleep as well. Increased libido and better sleep. Need I say more? I was watching a movie the other day. I could barely remember what it was. Guy and woman go on a date, they have fun, they even carry leftovers. He stops by a gas station to buy her um <clears throat> oh my tea is up. It's not tea. It's like a healthy shot. Ugh. And I keep on forgetting every time I drink it. Ugh. Just nasty work. He stops by a gas station to buy her snacks and a fizzy drink so they can go someplace. They park, they start making out, which progresses to him fingering her till she came. And then she smiled, bends down to give him head. Simple, cute, predictable. Anyway, I enjoyed it. I was enjoying the movie up until that scene. Because all I kept on thinking about, none of them washed their hands. You both ate. You carried leftovers home. You went to a gas station to buy fuel for the car and fizzy drinks. So you touched a lot of shit. And then you're touching your car as well. You start driving someplace and you finger your partner and then she gives you head and none of you washed your hands. Alex. Why do we just casually accept the promotion of like infections? I'm just curious. I can't, I can't. I, I don't I, I, many people engage in sex without really bothering or wondering about hygiene if hygiene has not been a huge source of thought for you while engaging in sex it should be I cringe right now as I thought of a quickie happening without easy access to wipes just the thought of car sex without having like bb wipes around just moist towelettes or towelettes that i could just clean my hands or some shit like that hygiene should be an ingrained sexual habit for everybody but it isn't Sex shouldn't be happening or shouldn't occur without you know, proper ways to clean up afterwards. Yeah, I said it, I sound boring, but yeah. Because I, 
I knew someone who um, we're talking about sex and she said whenever she wants she knows she's having sex with a guy she always watches him and she she won't fuck a guy until she watches him wash his dick balls and ass before coming to bed with her in that order and I laughed I laughed so fucking hard and I laughed loudly I laughed at her then I stopped laughing and I realized that I was jealous honest to heavens I was jealous why had I never insisted that my sexual partners do that before we fuck I wash my hands very often I have a thing for that but I honestly don't even remember a moment where I insisted on my male partner was fucking before washing his hands before we begin anything remotely intimate. I don't even remember that. And am I a little embarrassed right now? Yeah. But I'm not making that mistake ever again. I will always insist on washed hands, dick, balls, and ass and that or that before having a partner touch me. Does that seem like a weird thing to do? No. Identifying sexual habits aren't the easiest because you can absolutely be aware of your sexual habits over time and become aware of your sexual habits over time. Be honest with yourself. Give yourself time to identify what are embarrassing habits from what could be potentially harmful habits. Sometimes our sexual habits might seem weird to others, but it is perfectly rational. Case in point, the person who told me about insisting our partners wash up before they fuck. And I laughed at her. So it might have been embarrassing to her, but it's a perfectly valid sexual habit to have. Hygiene is incredibly important. I know somebody who also is allergic to sperm. She cannot have sperm touch her in any way, shape or form. So when she's with a partner, they get to make out, foreplay, she can touch him while he's wearing boxers. The minute he wants to penetrate, then he needs to just quickly wear, she can't even wear a condom for him because she just doesn't want to come in contact with sperm. Sometimes your sexual habits don't necessarily make sense to other people, but they make sense to you and they are there for a reason. It's fine. It's fine if your sexual habits don't make sense to other people. It's fine if maybe your sexual habits seem laughable to people. But you should also identify what are just those habits that other people will be like, oh, that seems weird from actual habits that are dangerous, like not washing up, which can cause like infections and just diseases and just bad vibes all around. It's good that you identify you have your sexual habits. What if you are allergic to sperm, but you don't know you're allergic to sperm because you've not identified in the whole sex that you're having that is when sperm touches your skin, that's when you break out. You just think, okay, you're allergic to sex. What insects are you allergic to? Sperm? Vaginal juice? Like, 
let's identify our sexual habits be specific, be specific about it you also sort of need to be mindful about how you um your insistence on your habit comes across to your partner yes it might seem weird that you want him you don't have you don't you don't it's dangerous for you to touch him while um touch him and touch his sperm how how are you also presenting this conversation to your partner how are you also telling your partner about your sexual habits are you telling them as a matching order that they must follow or are you having or are you having a conversation with them about these habits before you guys even come to bed or maybe you're about to come to bed are you having it with them not necessarily in a pleading tone because you're not begging Se. Why are you presenting to them in a way that, oh, hi, 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 see, 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 see. This is part of what sometimes we don't even know how to talk to our partner sexually about stuff that we want to do sexually. And that, that type of speech doesn't happen overnight. It's learned. That's why I always encourage a shit ton of us. I don't know I'm claiming that it's us and fuck my audio. That's why I encourage a ton of people to um try and engage in sex therapy it's actually helpful most of us are just working on sexual traumas and fucking and thinking we're all fine we're all fine blah, blah. because you're not also trying like when it comes to the insistence of your sexual habit thing let's say with the hygiene i'm not exactly telling my partner because i said earlier that i'm going to be sister him having on him washing his hands dick balls and ass in that order i'm not i'm not telling him to do that because he's a dirty i'm not saying oh i don't trust how you wash but for my own sanity so that i don't overthink what we are fucking can i just can you just do that can i see you do that and if you don't want to hurt me is doing that so stressful for you your dick will still get hard if you take two minutes to just wash up before and you don't you insist i bet why are we even the tea is done. Mm. I'm not saying when you're bringing up your sexual habits to your partner, be worried about it. I'm not saying hurt anyone's feelings. I know you're not going in the intentions trying to hurt anyone's feelings. By just trying to all enjoy healthy, regret-free orgasms by ourselves or with our partners it's just an all-rounded bonus so i'm just going to throw around a few positive sexual habits that one should try to practice and if you do practice it then yay i'm lighting one for you communication sexual communication i never I can never overestimate the importance of communication. We all need to learn healthy communication tactics and habits. Just basically, you need to be able to communicate sexually about yourself to yourself and to your partner. If you are able to just nail down communication sexually, communication is not just speaking. It's also listening, seeking what your partner is giving you and applying it, just having a conversation. If you're able to hack sexual conversations, say, yay. You are practicing positive sexual habits. Um, some form of regular exercise. We all need it. 
we don't want situations where we start hearing shit like oh you know we're fucking and then someone passed out every time you should pass out is probably when you're being choked out of you know orgasms are intense have you ever had an orgasm so intense you passed out I want one. I miss fucking. I had opportunities to fuck the man. In the next episode that is coming, I am going to completely tell you guys about what I was up to while I was on my break. But this episode is going a little bit long, so I do not have time to get into that. Give yourself time. If you're able to give yourself time, give your partner time, give yourself, give everybody and your situation time to simmer. Don't be in a rush. Don't just expect shit to happen like, wham, overnight. It doesn't work like that. Do you use sex aids? If you use sex aids, lubricants, toys, um, literature, erotica, that's great. Um, try new things. Kegels, those are necessary. I think I will do an episode on Kegels, no, but it's not my priority for this season. Make yourself love a priority for you. Self-love is very, very important into help, helping you develop healthy sexual habits. You can't be loving up on other people if you don't love yourself. Hurt people hurt people. Um, practicing body acceptance for both you and your partner. Trying to just look at yourself naked and mirror for as often as you can and love yourself. Tell yourself positive things. Find really positive things to say about yourself naked. It's so easy to say negative things about yourself when you're naked. But then I wouldn't know I'm always naked, so said positive or said negative things. I have lived some lives now. Anyway, um laugh at yourself and laugh with your partner. Do not laugh at your partner in the bedroom. That's just mean. That can be hurtful. That sets people back. I don't know why people are driving or people are driving this early in the morning. Oh, it's the weekend. People are having a blast. I'm here working. Hey, me. Mm. Laugh at yourself and laugh with your partner. Don't laugh at your partner. No. No laughing at your partner. Laugh with your partner and at yourself. Um, not in a depreciating manner as well. Not cool. Cleanliness and hygiene important. You can be having great sex if you don't have healthy things to do around you. Basically, just have healthy sexual habits. I think I'm I'm, fla- I'm flagging, so I'm losing it. Either limit or introduce porn. For most people, they need to limit the amount of porn that they are watching so that they can. Um, let real life sort of happen to them and let themselves experience real life more and some people actually need to watch more porn because it could be kind of healthy and helpful it is healthy and helpful to see other people do sexual stuff you could pick up one or two things from there it might also lessen the anxiety about trying new stuff as well um no obsessing over orgasms that is such a healthy sexual habit to have focus on what you are enjoying and how you are enjoying it i mean i get there's an orgasm gap so i'm not the one that is going to be shouting don't focus on orgasms because we got an orgasm gap to close you guys but also the best way to get more orgasms is sort of to not focus on orgasms sex can be confusing now sometimes it's not easy to realize that um 
you've been doing everything wrong or I won't say everything wrong you've been doing some things wrong but how then exactly do you know when you've been fucking shit up how do you know when your sexual habits or sexual routines are not making your partner all excited it makes them exhausted at the thought of coming to have sex with you as a thought of coming to bed with you at the thought of just doing anything with you makes them go Ugh. so how do you identify that your sexual habits can be ruining your sex life first of all do you check in back with your partner about sex in a non-sexual setting that is super important most times we tend to have sex or we tend to talk about sex when sex is about to happen or sex has just happened or you know we all feel the urges for sex but sometimes it's healthy to just have these non these sexual conversations with your partner in a non-sexual setting maybe when you and your partner are cooking together or exercising together i don't know what you do with your partner how you spend time with your partner but sometimes when you're spending non-sexual time together with your partner best time to have a conversation about sex communicate with your partner check back in with you know what do I do that annoys you? What do I do that you find quirky or funny? Fun questions, sleeping. Be prepared to not like what you hear. Yeah, you're asking for it, but also be prepared that you might not like the answers. Take notes, write it down, journal. Have a sex journal. I've encouraged like four people this year to have sex journals, and it's been so interesting. I look forward to the end of the year and just how they've been managing it. Um, Sex, sexual habits that seem positive should be practiced. Focus on those. Make part, make these sexual habits become sexual routines. Although sometimes there are some studies that say that routines can become habits, but not all habits were routine. Yeah, sorry about that. That's good to know. Okay. Love, love, how can you identify possible negative sexual habits? Oh, this one seems for lack of interest. Uh, if your partner is interested in you, if you are not interested in what your partner is interested in or what they want to do, that's a negative sexual habit. And then you should start to identify if you actually want to be with your partner, if having sex with your partner is what you want to do then just you know no foreplay that's negative sexual habit if you are having sex and part of your sexual habits doesn't include foreplay negative work on it um poor communication skills because great sex cannot happen and will not happen without communication not respecting boundaries you know you guys consent is key is this the season where I finally do consent as an episode? Hmm. We'll find out soon. Not getting creative. Sometimes doing the same old shit over and over again. It's just, eh. Switch it up. Have fun. You know, you only live once. Taking everything too seriously. Sex is not that serious to be taken that seriously. Wow, people are having a blast. Oh. Well, yeah. 69th episode in the bag. Oh, I love putting this episode together. I'm so excited. 
My birthday is coming up soon. <laughs> it's been a fucking year. I'm so thankful that you got here with me. I'm so thankful I'm back. I get to do this. Well, since people are probably heading back home, I'm going to try and do an early morning yoga session. I hopefully I get to see and watch the sun rise while I'm still on my mat. Um, yeah, I'm going to be having polls on Spotify all season long, so please don't forget to engage with me on Spotify. Don't forget to engage with the poll, answer the questionnaires. I'm going to make it a little bit fun, actually a lot of fun this season. I'm still not back on Instagram, but when I do, I will let you know. Um, what weird sexual habits do you think you have? Weird, quote-unquote, because what you think might be weird and actually just be normal. What weird sexual habit do you think you have? You can share them with me at sexandsativa with Alex at gmail.com. Yeah. I'll be back for your listening pleasure soon enough. Have wonderful orgasms. Think of me or not.